ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Olson, also known as T-Roll, and today I'm joined by my very good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one, the only, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, so good to be with y'all this week. Last week, we finished up doing our reviews of WandaVision. This week, we're in kind of a, uh, a weird time where there's no content. So we got something special. We got something different today. But before we get into all that, love to hear how y'all are doing. Yeah, great, man. Um, it was a fun journey going through WandaVision breakdowns. But uh, I'm excited to to get into some new content. Uh, I mean, yeah, Marvel's right around the corner next next week. Uh, they're back again. <laughs> yeah, they're back nope. again. But uh, we'll we'll use this little downtime to talk about something different. They control the calendar for sure. They, yeah, for it, sure. It is it is a nice change of pace. What we got in store for our listeners today, Shimano? How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing well. I'm hoping for maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of hope. Maybe you know, coming up through the through what we're, you know, going to be talking about today. Um, our hopes have been pretty low at the moment for this entity, and um, well, hopefully it'll you know kick kick itself back up. Let's give a little context. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you have already clicked the title, and you probably know what we're speaking about today. Um, but next week on Thursday, March 18th, uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League is being released on HBO Max. So we're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, but to give you an idea of what we're doing today, in light of DC finally putting out some new content that will hopefully be good <clears throat> you know shout out wonder woman for having a bad sequel um <laughs> you know hopefully we'll have some good dc content next week we thought it'd be fun since we kind of have a a gap week with no new uh content uh to review if we did um a little fun thing if you're a new listener this might be totally new to you uh but back in i believe maybe last summer or early in the fall, we did a couple special episodes where we did a draft going through DC villains, and then we did one going another episode where we went through Marvel villains. And just like in the, you know, like in the NFL draft or in like a draft for any other sports league, we go one at a time. We make a selection: who's going to be on our team, our starting team of five. We did it with villains last time around. Well, today we're going to do it with heroes from DC Comics. And uh, in particular, um, those uh, heroes who have made an appearance in some sort of movie or animated series or show, um, some sort of content. So that's what we're going to be doing later on. You can actually um, uh, maybe, yeah, stay tuned because we'll we'll get to that. But we, we wanted to talk a little bit about Justice League coming up because that's why we're talking about DC today. Um, yeah, my, my hopes are high for this just because, I mean, who in Hollywood gets a redo? Who gets a chance to see all the critiques made about a movie uh, and all the flaws that you had yeah. and Justice League being a steaming pile of crap? <laughs> Can I interrupt you? Yeah, go ahead. Before you start throwing things, um, <laughs> I, I'd like to do this. We have talked a lot of Marvel lately. Uh, we've been really lucky. We've been really blessed to get uh, a, handful, a good handful of new f- new uh, uh, f- fans of the podcast. So they might know us as the Marvel guys, right? You know, yeah. the Marvel guys. That's right. us um, talking mostly Marvel. We do love Marvel a lot. I prefer Marvel over DC, but I believe for both the two of you, you guys grew up as bigger fans of DC comic um, 
comics, right? Yeah, huge, yes. huge DC comic fans. Uh, I mean, my introduction was, I mean, to the Batman animated series, but then that opened the door for me to open read yes. the actual comic and graphic novels, uh, whether it's Batman, Flash, or Aquaman. Like, so I did like a D- I, in the the room right behind us. So there's like a full stack of nothing but DC yeah. uh, comics and graphic novels. So. Uh, yeah, I am huge, huge. Like, the characters, I feel like, uh, in my opinion, the characters are better than the Marvel heroes. In, oh, yeah. In, and th- there's more substance to them than uh, than Marvel heroes. Yeah, DC, DC has definitely done a better job, in my opinion, in the actual comic books and in most of their animated entities, I feel, are superior over the Marvel entities. Right. Um, Of course, as we've known, the MCU is the juggernaut. They are the number one, and they are vastly superior to the DCEU. But, you know, when it comes down to the core of the characters, like, DC is just just better. And I think it's the reason I wanted you guys to talk about this just for a few minutes before we get into our little... Our fun little draft is, you know, the type of people that might be listening to the Royal Geek podcast might be more casual fans of movies and TV shows, right? Yes. So maybe not the super, super geeks, the super nerds who grew up on DC Comics. So they might not have an appreciation for anything DC, you know, with the exception of, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Everything else has pretty much been mostly been a letdown um, lately in terms of live action products. Um, so we just needed to kind of paint the picture for why we're even taking the time to do this. We are all hoping that next week when the, the Snyder Cut comes out for uh, Justice League, that it's better. Yes. Yeah. We're yes. hoping for a rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. So, I love so, it. I love it. Um, Justin, can you give, just for another maybe 30 seconds, more context to why the Justice League film – sucked the first time around and why it we're hoping it'll be better this time yeah so Zack Snyder did not get a chance to finish his film due to a personal family tragedy um so Josh we Josh Whedon came in and uh he finished the movie up and um kind of put his seal on it changed yeah. a few things uh and released the movie it was a steaming pile of garbage and then uh the fans for years were like well let Zack Snyder finish his movie let Zack Snyder finish the movie so the Snyder cut was like a, an anthem, really. Yeah. It was truly an anthem. And uh, people were getting behind it, and then HBO Max uh, comes into existence and says, we're doing the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Subscribe now. And so uh, here Zack Snyder is, boosted with like $130 million to do reshoots, new graphics, new all that kind of stuff. He gets to see all the critiques that were made against the movie uh, that uh, Josh Whedon put out and like everything that they hated. And now he gets a chance to go back and completely uh, do a 100% fan yep. service. He gets and to rewrite cha- history. Yeah, exactly. Like, who gets the opportunity to do that? Like, th- this has to be good. Like, I'm telling you, this has to be good. How can you whiff twice? Like, I don't understand yeah. if this is bad. If this is bad. If it's – dude, listen, listen, listen. We're planning on doing a review of it next week. You know, so I – dude, <laughs> I think it's going to be good. Or at least, like – good enough but man if it, it needs to be great like it has to be great it does it has to be great it, so. it better either be great or just awful trash like <laughs> if it's awful trash that'll be fun too yeah. that'll be very fun to talk about on a podcast yeah <sighs> all right well that's the context we needed to uh 
get everyone up to speed. Because, again, like, I guarantee there are people who are listening who are like, why in the world would they talk about DC? <laughs> like, I guarantee it. There's someone who, who like, almost didn't click play, and, and you did. But you weren't sure if you were going to listen all the way through. And hopefully after hearing all this context, you're like, okay, I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'll give it a go. So let's talk about today. We're going to do a fun little DC Heroes draft. Again, the way this works, just like in sports, um, we'll go one at a time. And um, we're going to each draft a, a roster of five heroes from DC. Um, Justin has won the honorary Who Gets Batman is by winning the first pick. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Wow. <laughs> Sorry to steal your thunder there. Um, so Justin has won the first pick. Shimada will go next. I will go third. And then it'll it'll be a snake draft. So if you're a fan of fantasy sports, you'll be familiar with that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, at the end, we'll kind of compare all the rosters and it'll, it'll, it's mostly just fun. Like we're just some, some bros hanging out, talking about DC superheroes. So, uh, with that in mind, Justin, you are officially on the clock. Yeah. So you said this is going to be the draft and, or I got the position to draft Batman, right? So, yes. uh, yep. am I going to go and do the easy draft and get Batman or am mm-hmm. I going to do a curveball here? And, I know exactly and, what you're doing. And go Superman. I mean, he's going to go Batgirl. No, 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 no. I'm not going Superman. I'm going to definitely go Batman, without <laughs> yeah, a doubt. for sure. So, like I said, my first introduction was to Batman the Animated Series. And, like, when I close my eyes and I think about Batman, like, that's the Batman that I see. Yeah. Um, there's been many good renditions and bad renditions, but um, the Batman the Animated Series, voiced by Kevin Conroy, yep. uh, that's, that's the Batman I see. Um, Justin, I think when you close your eyes in general, Batman is who you see. Yeah. yeah, trust me. I, I I have a lot of things Batman. Like I own a lot of things Batman. Like memorabilia. Like I have a ton of comic books. I have a ton of shirts. I have a ton of action figures. I have a ton of everything. Dude, so you're, you're such a big Batman fan yeah. that I was at a flea market years ago, and there was somebody selling these literal like bat- batarangs. Yeah, yeah, batarangs and like literal knives. Like they're sharp. Yeah. like they're weapons. Oh, I know. I've, I've yeah. it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have to get these for Justin. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Yeah, and I still have it, and it is, it's incredible. It is no exaggeration that, like, Justin loves Batman, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I really do. You along with a lot of people in the world. Yeah, I know. I, the thing that sucks is that, like, uh, I get, like, lumped in, oh, you're just, like, one of those other Batman fanatics. But, yeah. like, truth be told, like, I mean, I've been there since yeah. a, a while. Obviously, you're, you're not since OG. the, yeah, not not since, like, the origin, which I wish I was. But, <laughs> um, but no, no, I've been a fan for a very long time. I've actually put the research in and read the comic books and... I've I've done all that legwork. I uh, yeah. I mean I really did enjoy the new Fifty Two run. Um, I yeah. enjoy, I enjoyed um, the, the rebirth. I mean even though some of the storylines in rebirth were not as uh, gripping as uh, even before new Fifty Two and all the classics like um, uh, Long Halloween and all that. But yeah. uh, but no, just the character of, of Batman. It, it hits on so many different levels. Um, you get the like he's a, he's a detective, but he's like a, mar- a skilled martial artist. Like he's yeah. like an expert in his field. Um, the the detective expert, like I mentioned, like he's really good at solving uh, crimes. So he's not just smart. Yeah. And obviously he's a bil- billionaire uh, who has all this money to back his. That always uh, helps. Yeah. And he is the one thing that the the one scene, the one thing that I'll point to that always like pleads my case, like for Batman being amazing, right? Is in Justice League, the animated series, when uh, they're having a big showdown in the season finale, yeah. um, and it's uh, Darkseid is fighting 
uh, the Justice League, and he looks at Batman with his Omega Beam, and he shoots it at him, and Batman is jumping around, flipping, doing all these things to avoid it, and he actually avoids it, and Darkseid literally says, you're the only being to actually <laughs> evade my yep. my gaze. Like, Batman is just that next level, man. He and is. It's, it's insane. I mean, yeah, he is the clear-cut number one. Uh, the only issue that you have that you can have with him is that you're just, you know, you're a bandwagon, you know, you like, you like Batman because, you know, he's Batman, he's a cool guy, like that kind of thing. It is like the only negative that you can really truly say about Batman is that you're the bandwagon fan, you're the fan of, you know, you're the fan of the Lakers, you're the fan of the Celtics, like that, that's like, that's like the only bad thing that you can really say about Batman is that, you know, he is that. You know, he's the quote-unquote easy pick if you don't really know a whole lot about the character. But he is also just a phenomenal character. He is so amazing, and, you know, there's a reason why the Lakers are the Lakers. There's a reason why the Celtics are the Celtics. There's a reason why the he Yankees are the Yankees. He is hands down the most popular, like, superhero of all comics, yeah. right? Like, hands down. I mean... Yeah, hands down. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I know some people would say Spider Man and Superman might give Batman a run in popularity. I'll tell you what, DCEU is doing a really good job of turning that, uh, <laughs> him being popular to, like, driving it into the ground. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is. Jab, I would say, yeah. Jab, yeah. <laughs> I would say, yes, yes. He is absolutely by far. Yeah. But yeah, there's, like, he just, he, he said so many ma- amazing, you know, um, in the animated series, he was amazing. I mean, you know, solid, solid acting by Michael Keaton when he was him. Um, yeah. Multiple good movies. Yeah, like of course, Even Christian. Video games. Of course, Christian oh, Bale. I mean, yeah, Arkham he, Knight has, video he games. has so many good video games. You know, um, you know, just different. You know, chances where he's just you know, he, he's just such a phenomenal character, um, and he's just he's just amazing. Yeah, he yeah. sounded a little jealous that Justin might have got him. I'm a little jelly as soon as they. As soon as I saw that Justin had the number one overall pick, and yeah. I was just like, yeah, yeah. it's gone. Exactly. It's gone. It's it's suiting, it the, though. It's suiting, though. It was the who's going to – Out true. of the three of us here, I honestly believe I'm the biggest Batman fan. But uh, maybe Amato prob- disagrees, but I'd probably say, true. I'd I say mean, it's me. Uh, it, it's it's true. Yeah. You, you are the biggest <laughs> All right. you, you, you are the biggest Batman fan. Well, uh, Amato. Let's, let's, let's move on. Yeah, yeah let's hear your okay. Number two uh, overall. I, I will ask one, one thing of clarification before I before I make my pick. Okay. Okay. And I believe this 100% goes into your category for what you've already picked. Where does Terry McGinnis fall? Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I say... I think he's Batman. I drafted... I think he's Batman. You think but... so? I mean, I drafted Bruce Wayne Batman. That's who I drafted. Are you, are you about to draft another Batman? I mean, if Terry McGinnis does not fall in there... <laughs> <laughs> what? What are we doing here? <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to take Batman too. <laughs> you can't. You don't know another note. I'm going to say you can actually I, I, literally name when, somebody else who wore the the mantle. Then I will give it to you. I, I, but I guarantee. I, I, you I will say that be, for sakes of this draft, that Batman is car, car, is carried under, or Terry McGinnis is carried under the Batman sigil. Okay, as being I will gladly as, take as, that. as an heir to. The throne of Batman. I'll gladly take him to yes. my uh, my team because yes. he is phenomenal. Anyway, yes. I, we won't go down down that rabbit hole because there's okay. so much we can talk about there. Yes, I feel like there's so much like that would be, and I think it would just kind of hurt the draft a little bit if I was because 
he would be my number two overall pick if if I had the opportunity there. Um, okay, so anyway, so my number two overall pick is I'm wearing a shirt. And for all of our listeners, and yeah. <laughs> I am taking the I am taking the Flash. The Flash is a phenomenal character. He is, you know, um, there's so many great things about him. He they they basically rewrote the entire universe because they broke his character. Like he is like he was so powerful that they literally had to start from scratch so that they could. Um, so that they could, you know, kind of even out the universe a little bit, bit because super speed is such a uh, a unique and um, you can he learned how to use it in so many different ways to do things that you would never think that super speed would be directly related to because it isn't just about um, yeah he can run really really fast and that's really really cool but it it, it got into time travel it got into uh, molecule manipulation, like like all kinds of like ridiculous things that he was able to do because of his because of his super speed and where it was connected with the speed force. Um, so I mean, you, you know, wh- whether you're talking about Barry Allen or Wally West, all these really cool characters. Um, my favorite animated um, animated DC movie is um at least of the new generation is justice league flashpoint paradox yes which is largely based around the flash and him going in the the timeline getting messed up and you know him going through and he's just like this he, he he's just this character who is you know just the, the he's so he's such an odd superhero he's very he's a very in some ways, he's very humble, but in some ways, he's a little bit cocky. I was going to say, yeah, like, there's he, a lot of cockiness he, he, He's there. a very uh, – he he kind of runs that line very well. Um, and, you know, depending on what version you're talking about, um, like, like for example, in the um, Arrowverse, he's much more of a, a humble character than he than he is in some of the more um, comic book entries where he's a little bit more – like, for example, in, in – in Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, he he's a very cocky character in that you know he's he's very confident in himself. He feels like he can pretty much do anything. Whereas in other entities, he becomes this more humble character who is you know in more uh in in more awe of the rest of the universe as well. Um, just kind of where he feels like he falls into the actual Justice League lineup. Yeah, and uh, one of my favorite scenes in the DC animation, yeah. it, it does involve the Flash, and it's in the Young Justice series, oh, and yeah. it's when uh, Barry Allen and Wally West, they are running uh, to save, uh, I guess, the universe in general, yeah. and uh, Wally is not fast enough to keep up with Barry, yeah. and uh, he has to he has to keep up in order to make yeah. this... Uh, uh, to, to save the day, pretty much, yeah. right? And but in order to push himself to go farther enough or fast enough to uh, to do this, he actually ends up like disintegrating himself. And it was like one of the most emotional oh, scenes. Yes. Yeah, I... yeah, it was one of the most emotional scenes that um, I've had the, the privilege of watching yeah. in animated form. Uh, it, it, it was great to see, and it, it's it sticks with me to this day. So. Yeah, I will say like. Again, the the Justice League movie was not good, but I always I like the Flash in Justice yeah. League. So, yeah, I mean Ezra Miller. I, I mean, I, I kind of liked it. I did. It was different. It, it was different. Yes. I will say that. Um, I do believe that the Snyder Cut will uh, kind of 
shed more light on that yeah. and on his character well, and maybe build all it up the a little bit more. need more yeah. light shed on them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. But no, Flash is a phenomenal character as well. Um, he would have been on my on my draft board for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> not sure how high, but he would he would definitely be on it. Yeah. Nice. All right, that means I'm up, right? You're up, T-Roll. For my number one, my my round one pick. I'd love to see what you guys think of this character. Um, did not make an appearance in Justice League. Oh, yeah? So I'm going to go with Green Lantern. Ooh, Ooh nice. That's a good pick. Okay. That's a good yeah. pick. I like that pick. That's yeah, a good one. Growing up, um, again, I was never a comic book reader, um, but I would always – I would watch, like, animated shows and – I, I'm I don't have the the knowledge that you guys like the things y'all are spitting off here is amazing, um, but to me the Green Lan- Green Lantern was always like uh, kind of like a mesmerizing character for me. Yeah, always loved just the the costume. Yeah, not necessarily you know the 2011 version. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I do love Ryan Reynolds, um, but just the the costume, the story, like the ring. Like it's just so cool how you, you could literally he could literally do whatever he wants. Yes, yeah. yes. you know um, anything he willed, he can create. Yeah. He's he's a great character for like children in the sense of and not so calling you a child or anything like that, but like in the sense of the idea that like whatever your 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 imagination is strongest when you're a child, and the idea of having something that you can create or do whatever you want with it really like reverberates with the younger audience in that sense of just like the world is and, and your options are endless so it's a very yeah, like yeah. like he's a re- it's a really cool idea um I remember in Justice League War, he has one of the coolest little interactions with Batman as they're they're in the sewers, and you know he's being very cocky as he's a very like witty, very cocky character, and he's like trying to figure out what's Batman's deal, and uh, he's basically just like you know oh so did you like get bit by a bat or you know did you <laughs> do you drink bat blood and he's like wait you're not just some guy in a bat suit are you <laughs> he's like wait. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like it's it's, just, it's a hilarious uh, back and forth that they have, and um, you know, it, and it, it, what's really cool about that storyline is you really get to learn a little bit. He, he learns the leadership role in that movie, you know, because he he basically he he takes a lot of training from Batman in that movie to be pushed into that leadership role instead of the very selfish role that he that um he sometimes takes on. Yeah, and uh, like you mentioned like 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 children and yeah. like the fact that the imagination is the strongest, but like it also it really teaches you like to not give up, like yeah. and have the willpower to push through. Yes. Uh, because a, a lot of instances where you see Green Lantern at his like moment of defeat it's like going that extra mile, like going pushing yeah. yourself past the limit, and like he really he really builds you up and, and gives you that extra that extra boost. But like the the character of Green Lantern has evolved so much, like from his like inception, yes, like with him being like Alan Scott, like where his weakness was wood, like like yeah yeah we we kind of like forget those right because the intro- next introduction of Hal Jordan has has completely morphed our view of yeah. Green Lantern. Like Hal Jordan is such a great character, like the the air air pilot um, who is a part of the like the military and like he is chosen by yeah. the ring and like he has to deal with this responsibility of of being a ring bearer but then like 
also trying to fulfill like his uh, his self like worth type of deal. But so yeah, yeah it's good. Um, Hal Jordan has definitely changed the game, but uh, I mean John Stewart is also yeah. a fan favorite as well. I, I'm a huge fan of John Stewart. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's many renditions of him, and it's like he's really like the police force of the space, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So uh, kind of like the Nova Corps in Marvel, but yep. uh, a little different. So anyway, good pick, good pick there, Tyler. Thanks, thanks. All right, good pick, round one. Uh, I'll make things a little simpler, round two. Don't since, do it. Don't si- do it. Since the big guy's still on the board, I'll go ahead and take him because he. I don't know. Maybe he will still be there. Weak. <laughs> hey man, you know sometimes you just got to take the best available. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I already got him, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, only if he's got some little green stone. Yeah, I know. So, um, anyways, we're going to go with Superman. Boo! What are you talking about? That's the best ride at Six Flags over uh, over Georgia. Dude, Superman is one of the <laughs> lamest characters in the history of DC. He, he is. He's a very difficult character. Uh, because he is, um, he, he's, a, he's the, he, he is he, the definition of OP. Yeah. Not Except only when you OP, hold a rock in front of him, he's not, n- not even, it's, it's partially because he's OP, but it's also because he's such a boy scout and he's so rigid in a lot of the things that he does. Uh, he, it just, there's a lot of things about him that are just, you know, he's just not a super fun character to, to, to learn about a whole lot. Um, I will say, um, one of my favorite com all, with all that being said, one of my favorite runs is actually a Superman storyline. Um, the, the red sun, uh, comic book uh, storyline is one of my favorite storylines ever. It is it's a phenomenal little run where it's just it, it's a mind blowing read. It's a completely different um, storytelling of that's his why origins. it's your favorite. It's completely different. Yeah, because it really is completely different. Um, and I mean, it's still technically Superman, but like you know, uh, for people who don't know, he it's it's a storyline of that he if he were to land in communist Russia instead of in um in Smallville, Kansas. Uh but um yeah, he's just he's a really difficult character because it, it's hard for um you know, a character that strong to have struggles. Um yeah. and then on top of that, like I said, he's he's such a or to be relatable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes him even harder because it's like it, it, it's like uh, it, it's a literally embodiment of its it would it, be like if, you know, your your star quarterback also had a 4.0 and he had a great family life and, you know, he was going to b- go to college for free and his family was rich. And, you know, like all of these things are just lining up and lining up. And just because of he has all those things, you kind of hate him a little bit. Like <laughs> you just you're like he has all these things that I don't have. And it, it makes it really like you said, he's hard to relate to because of it. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan of Superman. Uh, I mean, even like as a little kid, like I was, he's flying around. Like that's cool, right? No, I didn't like him, dude. He was just, I just, he never stuck for me, man. So let me tell you why I'm why I'm drafting him. So one, the, the first reason is obvious. Because you know his name <laughs> because I know who he is. <laughs> now the first reason is obvious. I'm just thinking power right now. I got Green Lantern, Green Lantern, and Superman on my team. All right, so far. I'm winning the power the power vote here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but secondly, keep in mind, I am not a uh, a massive DC fan. And if I'm honest, 
when we're and I, <laughs> if we're just being honest here, like Man of Steel still might be the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah, uh, like wow. seriously, it is definitely like <laughs> at least top there, two. there are like two or three that are like at, at in, in most. terms of in, now. When I say that, just in the DC extended universe, yes. that does not include the Dark Knight trilogy and a lot of other things. Right, just the things that started with Man of Steel. I mean, I think I like the first Wonder Woman better, but after that, it, it's <laughs> to me, Man of Steel is still the better film. Um, so, and, and Henry Cavill is like, to me, like, even though you don't like Superman, he is the perfect Superman. I I can agree with that. Yeah, Yeah, he is. Except for like, you know, the, the CGI, uh, mustache. That was, uh, whatever production, like choice that was. That's not his fault. That was not his fault. No. But yeah, I mean, so just keeping that in mind, like from what I've seen in the DCEU, he's better than most still, at least of the film. Uh, this is all I'm going to say about it. He was not even on my draft board. Um, that's and, all. And, I'm not going to waste time talking about it. And that's Superman. mostly because yeah. you're just prideful and arrogant, though. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shimato, round number two. Who are you taking? Uh, I am going to go with the Martian Manhunter. He is I, – I think he is a super cool character. Um, he's built off of um, – I, I kind of like characters that are kind of their, their – you know, they're kind of tortured souls a little bit, which he is a little bit. He's incredibly strong. Um, he He's almost like a like a flesh form of vision in my mind in a lot of ways into where he has a lot of abilities. He can shift, change. He's, he's way more powerful than people think that he actually is. Agreed, yeah. Um, uh, he's a little bit less known of a character, um, but like... He, you know he he's he's really powerful. He can shape shift. Um, he can phase in and out of um, of um, form. Uh, he, his most recent um, you know showing up is in the Supergirl TV series. But um, he was he was all over super. He was all over like Justice League uh, Unlimited, and he was just he was a really good character. And you really got into this storylines there's some storylines with him and you know his his life as the um pretty much as like the only real martian left i mean there are some the lone survivor yeah the lone survivor syndrome and you know you do find out he ends up having a a cousin who who survives um he is in a lot of ways, he's actually a better version of Superman in the sense of like the story of the lone survivor. You know, he even has a cousin who comes over, but his storyline is a lot more um, like tortured. He because he was when his planet was being destroyed, he was of age. He knew what was going on. You know, um, like he was, he watched his family get destroyed. You know, he, 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 he watched this happen and then had to leave and had to deal with it and then go to a new planet and have to deal, uh, be on that planet and find his way through the world. Yeah, I think uh, in the early seasons of Supergirl, uh, when we get the live action Martian Manhunter, like that's a really good um, interpretation of Martian Manhunter. Uh, for me, it just goes back to Justice League, though, as yeah. uh, voiced by Phil Morris. Like that's still that's still a good Martian Manhunter for me. Um, he does a really good job of like kind of like sounding like that logical thinker, like Vision yeah. type deal. 
Um, but then, like, he's got those cool powers, just, like, similar to Superman, but, it, yeah. like, he's got, uh, he can phase and he can change and transform and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, Martian Manhunter, he's a, he's a, he's a great character. Um, I don't know if I would have drafted him that high, but, um, in my, in my personal draft oh. board. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Well, then, speaking of your personal draft board, since you wouldn't have taken Martian Manhunter that high and you don't like Superman. Yep. Go double down. So it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like your next two picks are going to be exactly what you've been looking for. Let's hear him. Go on, take Nightwing and uh, Robin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I could just do a hundred percent Bat Family here. <laughs> yeah, I really could. Um, I, I really could. But no, no, I'll mix it up, and I will. Wow, uh, you know, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm really going to do this. Um, I, I was going to go two routes here. I was going to go yep. like super powered for my second pick, like somebody who like OP. But instead, I'm actually going to go more grounded, similar to Batman, and I'm going to go Green Arrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Green Arrow. I'm going to go um, Oliver Queen. I yes. am going to Stephen Amell. Uh, I really, the show Arrow, when it was first introduced, like, it had me hooked. It was, yeah. uh, it, it's, it was a top quality show on CW for a, a long run. Uh, it, trust me, it did dip into some deep, deep valleys of, yeah. of, of crap, which DC is known for. But I, di- I think it did do a good job of digging itself out. Green Arrow, unique character as well. Um, he is uh, stranded on an island, uh, and yeah. he uses that time to uh, gain skills in uh, bow and arrow skills. And yeah. uh, he uh, makes it back to the mainland in the real world, and he decides to um, become a vigilante, yeah. uh, similar to Batman, because he is a, a billionaire or millionaire or whatever. And uh, he... He dresses up in his costume and he fights bad guys. Like yeah. I mean, I think the main reason why Batman and Green Arrow like hit so close to home because like I, in a small way, I feel like I could if I can be them because uh, I just need to get good with a bow and arrow and I just need to have a lot of money to have some cool gadgets. Like it's it's actually realistic to be these characters it, and. Uh, Whereas, I could totally break my bones. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But uh, you could never be a Superman. You could never yeah. be a Green Lantern. But like, but you could go buy some hockey pads. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You could be a Green Lantern. Really? You could get chosen by Oa. <laughs> Justin says, "Really? Yeah. I, wish, I, wish the, yeah. I wish the listeners could see your face right yeah. there." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Green Arrow, oh, uh, he's man. a fun character. Yeah. Um, the way he's portrayed in Justice League um, Unlimited is also fun as well. Uh, yeah. He's more snarky, more yes. uh, quick-witted, and um, his chemistry with Black Canary yeah. is uh, really good in the animated series. His chemistry with Black Canary in the Arrowverse, not so much. But, yeah, uh, I was uh, pretty happy to uh, see things happen with that. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Green Arrow, um, I, I'm going with that number yeah. two. Nice. All yeah. right, so I will say before we – oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. I was just going to say, like, I feel like Green Arrow is, is a good pick. I feel like they did a great job of bringing him into a realistic reality in the TV series. Um, he is very, like he, – he's very kind of – flamboyant and kind of like over the top a little bit in the in the um in like the animated series and things like that uh he he's very much resembles of course robin hood in the um in the animated series and i I do like how they made him like that he he's a little bit in some ways i feel like he's more um morally 
Like he has more trouble with moral ambiguity than than Batman does. Yeah, right. Um, so that, that, that's definitely an interesting part about him as well as to where you know he struggles with with that line of being a vigilante, doing the right thing, and getting the job done. <clears throat> so for round three, four, and five, we're going to go a little little quicker just just for the sake of our our listeners. Uh, we, this can't be too long, you know what I'm saying? But uh, just want to let you know that, Justin. Go ahead and tell us who is uh, your round three pick. All right. Uh, we're going to start getting weird. We're going to get weird here. Uh, my uh, third pick is going to be Booster Gold. I'm Booster taking Gold? Booster Gold. Uh, nice. There's going to be a lot of people out there and maybe even our host here uh, who don't know who Booster Gold is. Oh, I know who Booster Gold is. Okay, yeah, good. Um, so anyway, Booster Gold, uh, he's... Uh, he is a uh, somebody from the future who uh, he steals technology that uh, he brings back to the past, and he tries to create a legacy for himself. Uh, that's how it starts out. But uh, along the way, he dis- he develops a uh, a, a true hero's uh, demeanor, and he uh, he goes on to become his own true hero himself. But uh, yeah, Booster Gold, Bo- Booster Gold, fun character. Uh, uh, unlimited, just like unlimited. Uh, he, I, I thoroughly enjoyed every scene that he was in. Yeah. Uh, it was he's just a fun character. Yeah, and it is interesting because, like you were saying, like generally when you have a character who you know brings technology from one point to another point, usually they're evil. You know, you, you, that's usually how it goes. That's how it happens with like the Reverse Flash and you know things like that. He, he, he there's a lot of villains that start out with. The idea of I'm going to become a hero and then they fall down the dark path of becoming the villain themselves. So it is interesting to see that actually play out in the role of them going full hero. All right, Shibata. How about you? Round three. Round three. This is going to be interesting. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Aquaman. I'm going to okay. go Aquaman. All right. Um, Waterman. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like uh, I feel like he gets a lot of crap. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of early Aquaman stuff where he is kind of – he is very uh, – he, he's seen as a very weak member of the Justice League. He was the butt of so many jokes in the early yes, 90s. He, and, he, uh, so in yeah. way beyond that too. But in the New 52 run, he becomes – uh, just like a, a beastly um, character um, in, in a lot of the animated movies, he becomes this character of you know who he controls so many things. He becomes a, an excellent fighter. You know his trident is just you know you know you know a, an excellent weapon. Uh, and he's just, he's a very interesting character in the sense of you know when you think about he's he's literally the idea of a fish out of water. Um, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, because he, you know, he was raised uh, in, you know, one of the main storylines. He was raised on land, and then, you know, he finds out that he was um, that his mother is the queen of Atlantis, and you know, then he kind of takes over the throne. And it's it's a very interesting storyline um, in, in that setup. Um, you know, dealing with all that kind of stuff and dealing with his half brother, yeah. um, Orm. Um, it, it's very interesting um, in that sense. Um, the Orm Aquaman dynamic is yes, is really it, strong in the, it, in the it, New Fifty Two run because you can, in a lot of ways, you can actually kind of see both sides of it because you know. 
you know, Aquaman is the legitimate heir, but also Orm is like, Orm is the child that was there. He was in there. He grew up in Atlantis. He is normally in a storyline. He'd be the guy that you'd be rooting for, but you know, it, 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 it's turned on its head a little bit because Aquaman is of course the hero. Um, and just like his fighting ability. And if you've ever, once again, going back to justice league, um, Flashpoint Paradox, like he, like his Atlantean army and the way they fight and just like him against the Amazonians and that is, it's brutal. And it is, as for it is crazy, the fight scenes that they have in that and just how, you know, how powered he is. Yeah. Good man. Good pick. All right. Number three for me. Let's see. So far I got Green Lantern and I've got Superman. Hmm. Where should I go next? Let's do. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with Static Shock. Yes, dude, that's a good pick. I love it. Virgil himself. Okay. Good yeah. pick, man. What, I love it. What you think about that? All right. Justin? So first off, uh, I mean, I was introduced to him in Static Shock, yeah. the animated series, and um, that series was too good for its time. It yeah. it dealt with so many issues going on in in society. Yeah. Um and that was partially the reason why it was it was canceled. They were like, You're going too deep. But um uh the overall storyline with Virgil, um getting his powers from a, a freak accident and using them for good, um, but him being also uh, an African American uh was a huge uh huge point to the storyline as well. Um, electricity powers, uh, like I, I loved, I loved everything about the, the animated, uh, TV, TV show. I especially loved when he crossed over with the justice league yeah. and when he comes back later in justice league unlimited, when he is a part of the future justice league and you see him grown up and what, uh, what he could have been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, like that's a great pick. I, I really appreciate you making that pick, mm, man. That did that for you, man. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Thank Just, you. I didn't want you to get him. Uh, he he's on my board. Trust me. <laughs> I, I was thinking about maybe stealing him later in the rounds, but mm. good 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 pick. Yeah, man. No, for sure. Well, that's uh, that's where I'm going for round number three. I'm also going to kick off round number four. Gosh, I, I'm having a hard time with two in my head. My fear is that both of these that I'm thinking about need like if I pick one, the other one for sure won't be there next time I get to draft. <sighs> All right. I'm going real weird with it, so uh, they'll probably both <laughs> yeah, be there. You're going to draft twice before I draft again, though. Exactly. He's, real weird. He's going. He's <laughs> I'm going to go real weird. Real weird. <laughs> I'm going to go Robin. Okay. I'm going to go right. Robin. I think Robin is just the, the, the classic. I mean, I know he's a sidekick, but he's probably, I think, undoubtedly the most. God, he's got to be the most important sidekick of all, right? I mean, I say yes. Yeah. Gotta yes. Be. Gotta Absolutely, be. yes. And he's also cool. <laughs> he is cool. <laughs> he looks awesome. Um, based, <laughs> I mean, not only does he, he he start off with he, him being an orphan himself, and and right. Bruce Wayne, Batman, picking him up, and yeah. and seeing a little piece of himself in the character of Robin, but uh, he grows and what he becomes as well. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you drafted Robin, yes, but I I do feel like you sneakingly stole Nightwing in this yeah, whole entire kind of scenario as well. Nightwing. Yeah. 
So uh, Nightwing being a character in himself as far as like trying to come emerge from the shadow of Batman yeah. and uh doing things the way that he feels um fit which if you're if you're a Batman fan knowing that uh he does Nightwing does push the boundaries and goes against some of the yeah. the black and white that Batman sees. Yeah. And, and it's interesting cuz you know you you're that's like the one version of Robin and then you have a very different version of Robin later on with Damian Wayne's. Yeah, that's He's a whole a very new, whole very new cocky. Yeah. He is he is Damian is Batman on steroids. Like in the sense of like the the amount of like self-worth that he sees himself. Like the ego is like he his ego is pushed to the to the boundaries. Like he he is he is Bruce Wayne if he didn't have Alfred to kind of keep him in place in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and, so, his, and his uh, Damien's black and white is like true like like the blackest black and the yeah. whitest white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Shimano, you're up. Round four. Okay. I really promise weird. it's going to get weird. So here we go. Um, this character is. He he he, he kind of caught on to me. He's very odd, um, you know. Um, definitely a weird character. Uh, I'm gonna go with Etrican the Demon. Ah, nice. He like is guy. he is a character who um, he was originally around in in like somewhat medieval times, around the time of Merlin. Um, and basically, he 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 was a man called Jason Blood. And he was um, his soul got attached to a a demon, and basically it's about uh, it's, it's a literal struggle, you know that he he has, um, but he's he's a hero. He he's very interesting because he'll make like Shakespearean quotes all the time, and he kind of speaks in that like Shakespearean way. But he also, um, you know, he he's he he's fighting his. Uh, it's, it's a literal embodiment of like kind of fighting your inner demon. Um, you know, like you see it on the outside. He transforms into this a very demonic looking creature, and you know, as he's doing, you know, good throughout time. Um, but he is he he's somewhat limited by the fact that he is sharing a body with with a literal demon in a in you know it's just a very interesting like dynamic that he has set up there and i i enjoyed his most recent rendition in uh, justice league dark uh, yep. apocalypse war yes. uh, that he <laughs> i i loved how uh, how big of a role he actually had yep. in that and how how key he was it was yeah he's a, he's a great character yep. I, I thoroughly enjoyed him and when he made an appearance in batman the animated series i i really loved that run yes. too yes all right how about you how about you justin all right so um, what is this, four and five? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So with my fourth pick, I am going to go with Blue Beetle. Nice. I'm going to go with uh, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle in Young Justice. So uh, all the Young Justice fans out there, yeah. um, the the season two ended, and then for forever, it was a fan petition to get Young Justice season three to happen, and it did. It happened. Yeah. So um, Blue Beetle, uh, unique character, 
the scarab is a uh, extraterrestrial yep. uh, entity being type of deal that latches on to its host and uh, com- can freely communicate with them and, uh, and actually uh, gives a, arm- a suit of armor yes. and abilities to shoot weapons and create weapons and fly and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but anyway, Blue Beetle and the way he uh, is in Young Justice is just a phenomenal character. Um, he is... Uh, one of the, not necessarily, he's not the first, but he's like a good representation of Hispanic superheroes, yeah. uh, Jaime Reyes. I know Ted Cord was uh, uh, one of the one of the first major Blue Beetle renditions. I know he's not the, the first. I know Garrett uh, was the first one. But anyway, um, yeah, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle, yeah. phenomenal character. I was absolutely obsessed with him in Young Justice. Yeah, he was a very solid character in Young Justice. And you know, it's another one of those situations where you got a symbiotic relationship between you know, two organisms and kind of like, once again, you're kind of fighting the two wants and needs of the uh, of the different sides and sometimes. All right, it's the snake pick for you, Justin, so you're back to back. Who's your f- round five? Final pick. Final right. pick for you. Wow. Who are you taking? This is a, this is a pretty, pretty big deal here. Okay. All right, for my last pick, I am going to go with John Constantine. Oh, <laughs> I am good. Yeah, here's your next pick. Uh, I'm glad I stole it from you. I'm glad that uh, I actually did something to ruin your uh, your draft. Uh, Constantine, uh, Matt Ryan does a phenomenal job of portraying him live action style. Uh, not only in the Arrowverse, but uh, he had a one season yes. uh, for NBC, which got canceled prematurely. I would should yeah. say, but on Legends of Tomorrow, uh, he does a phenomenal job. Like. Just his portrayal overall is 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 phenomenal. Yes, Keanu Reeves had a movie where he was uh, John Constantine. Yeah, uh, it's a cult. It's a cult <laughs> favorite. Um, they're rewatching it. It does have a lot of uh, a good value to it. But um, I am going to say the Matt Ryan uh, John Constantine and and animated form. Yeah, they pulled Matt Ryan in, and he's voicing him in Justice League Dark, uh, the two movies that were related to Justice League Dark. So. Yeah. Uh, John Constantine, a lovable character. He is a master of the dark arts, and yeah. uh, he uh, uses magic. Um, it's kind of that. Uh, he's kind of the Wanda Maximoff of uh, yeah. of Justice League. Uh, so, um, except he's a little bit more intense uh, with his uh, love for liquors and uh, cigarettes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's kind of like a like he uses magic, but he isn't. He isn't like a true like magic wielder in a lot of ways. Like he he knows how to use magic, but it isn't as easy for him in a lot of ways. Um, in in the sense of like it, it, he's not like Zatanna who just kind of you know uses magic. He he isn't like you know a, a lot of these entities that just you know they just use it and it's effortless. Like his is based off of like a lot of work, a lot of research. Uh, t- type of things that w- with him, um, and he he's he's really is a tortured soul type of character. Yeah, I'm glad I got I'm, him. I know your heart's broken, Shimato. So now you have to draft your fifth spot. Who are you taking? It, it it really is like I was gonna take Etrigan and I was gonna take John Constantine. They really go hand in hand. Yeah, so. they were they were my last two picks um, that I was gonna take. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot off to. Um, I'm going to go with Hawkgirl. Like, I, um, like, her run in the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, I really liked 
that storytelling with with her with and being Shiara. And I know she made she she had an, a nice little run on Legend of Tomorrow, and you know as Kendra Saunders as well. But I I really liked the um I really liked her inter- relationship with with John Stewart as Green Lantern, and the, you know them having a child, and then. You know, just like her, the storyline of her family and the invasion um, that, that 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 on on Earth, um, and her having to make choices about you know where her loyalties lie. Um, I, I really, I really like that storyline through that series. She was a and in Justice League Unlimited, like there were so many characters, she was yeah. surprisingly a really strong character yes. and had some really good storylines. So yeah, good pick. I like it. Yeah. All right, so I have the uh, the final pick of the draft, and um, what's what's it called in the NFL draft? Mister Irrelevant, Mr. or maybe yes. it's Mrs. In this case, I don't or know. Or we'll maybe see. it's Mrs. Yeah, with no yeah. females drafted. Well, until so far. right there, Shimano just grabbed one. Oh yeah. well, Hawker, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. We could finish out with strong with oh, the females. Right. So, so, so maybe I, I think I will go with female, leaving Whoa. you as the only sexist one here, Justin. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> claim it. <laughs> uh, don't claim it. <laughs> no, I think it. I mean, they're kidding. While I don't really care about a lot of these superheroes, I'm just kidding. Uh, He's I, a Marvel purist. I am. I, well, I wouldn't say purist, but just uh, I'm just a product of recency bias. Right? That's fine. That's fine. Um, Even though the first movie I showed you was The Dark Knight. But yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but you already took Batman, so. Um, can I take Alfred? You're gonna make a, 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 <laughs> a trade? Are you gonna make a trade? Yeah, I'll here get, in the fifth I'll round. Give you, for uh, I'll no. give you four, <laughs> four for one trade. <laughs> nice. uh, I think it's impossible to not take Wonder Woman. Uh, it probably wouldn't be fair not to draft her and to leave her off. The, she would be like the one mega star not drafted. Am I right? Um, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. she'd, no, be, she'd right. be the biggest star that was not drafted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I said earlier, I really did. I really did enjoy the first Wonder Woman film. Yeah. Um, I really liked it, but, uh, I will admit it, it stings a little more now because the sequel was just Gosh, man. Yeah. St- like such a crazy letdown for me. Um, and I really hate that because I really did enjoy that first Wonder Woman movie. And I, I've told so many people like, you need to give it a shot. You need to get a lot of people who are like, man, DC sucks. I'm like, yeah, it, it does. I get it. Like, it's not good, but you need to give Wonder Woman a shot. And then the second one came out. Wasn't that good? Uh, but I'll take Wonder Woman. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up my squad, uh, by taking, by taking her. So what if we run through our rosters real quick and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, right? let's do it. Justin, you go first. All right, I uh, I am fortunate enough to have uh, a Batman on my team. Stop there. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me f- turn turn off your mic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I have uh, Batman, Green Arrow, Booster Gold, John Constantine, and Blue Beetle. Nice. Yes. So uh, I feel like I have a good team squad there. All right, and I have Green Lantern. Justin's favorite, Superman, uh, uh, Static Shock, Robin slash Nightwing, and then Wonder Woman. And I am rocking The Flash, Martian Manhunter, um, let's see, Etrican, The Demon, Hawkgirl, and, and Aquaman. Waterman. Gotta love Waterman. <laughs> All right. Well, with this, I will admit this has gone much longer than I thought it was going to. Uh, but we do want to thank you guys for listening 
for those who have tuned in. Boys, I enjoyed doing this draft with you. Uh, we have now done uh, DC villains and heroes. I'm sure we'll do a, a Marvel heroes one eventually. We actually haven't done that with all the Marvel stuff we've talked about. We haven't done a Marvel hero, so I'm sure we'll do it at some point. Uh, but these are always fun. It's cool to kind of have the uh, the back and forth, who's drafting who. Um, I love it. I love it. It's fun to see how everyone values uh, characters differently. So uh, with that in mind, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for tuning in to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.